people, welcome back to another episode of Arsenio's ESL Podcast. I'm bringing to you today some IELTS. So, of course, I told you guys that I am on a schedule, and today I'm doing a little bit of IELTS topic talk because, of course, this is going to be coming up with my pre-launch in terms of my IELTS uh, ebook that will be coming out and my TOEIC, which I will start on Thursday. I'm going to see how many of you actually listen to this IELTS podcast and see who's actually studying and etc, etc, etc. So, my goal is to, of course, get your ideas going with these blogs and with these topics, okay? And, of course, I am speaking a little bit quicker uh, compared to what I do in my, um, what is it, my systematic approach to teaching my uh, ESL podcast, which is pronunciation, grammar, vocabulary, speaking skill, etc., etc. <sighs> it's a little bit quicker because, of course, you have to understand me if you are taking IELTS. So, guys, here we go. Let's talk about money. Now, I was talking about money with my students this past Saturday, and I thought the conversations were very, very interesting. Now, the thing is with my students, they're not very interested when it comes to talking about money because it's somewhat of a taboo. However... I mean, there's probably a 15% chance that your examiner or an examiner, wherever you live in the world, will ask you something in terms of money. But you know what? It's always good to speak about topics such as this because a lot of cultures, oh, we can't talk about money in my culture. Oh, they might not ask me that. I understand that. I understand that. You know, out here in Thailand, I realize that politics is a very, very uh, – it's a taboo topic, and one particular teacher, well, I wouldn't even consider him a teacher, he said that they would not ask them that in terms of taking the IELTS test. However, I met a student probably three months later. She told me that her IELTS examiner did ask her something in regards to politics. So, again, there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of lies, a lot of people who are just misinformed, it's always good to be prepared than to not be prepared. And when the op opportunity or when the situation arises, you are flat-footed and you're not able to, of course, respond. So here we go, guys. Let's get let's get these out here. Now, I've written my blog at thearseniobuckshow.com. You can check in to that to see some of my writing, the topics. And, of course, guys, it's always good to free write. Now, of course, I had free speaking uh, activities, and I put those on my, my blog probably about two years ago. Uh, free speaking and free writing, this is good for free speaking, for free writing. It just gets your ideas out there, okay? And so when, again, you are asked a question, it triggers that, of course, that emotional reaction or that reaction in terms of you doing that writing two weeks ago, two months ago, two years ago. So I want to give you a topic. Money! Is it the root of all evil? Do you agree or do you disagree? There it is. That's basically your topic. Now, again, will they ask you this? Probably. Well, it just depends. They might ask it in a different way. Who knows? Some of you are probably listening now and say, oh, my God, he actually asked me that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But is money. Come on, let's be honest. Build your argument, and it's all about building your argument. So let me show you how to build your argument. Now, is money the root of all evil? Of course not. It's basically how the individuals use the money. Example, if you use your money to start up a foundation or some kind of uh, marine conservation company, that whereas they help marine animals 
uh, in terms, you, you know, if the, some of them are endangered or some, if some of them are hurt or injured or some kind of wildlife conservation out there in the Amazon that helps, you know, uh, and endangered species. Okay, if you're using money for that, okay. But the thing is, some people use money for all the wrong reasons. However, it all comes down to the human being and how they use it. How can we blame money for everything that is happening in the world? Now, I could also build on my argument by saying, well, if you actually look at technology, that costs a lot of money to make our technology go from playing the console by the name of Atari in the probably 70s and 80s to playing the PlayStation 4 now. From literally having the worst decades of flying in the 60s and 70s, there were pieces of machinery that were bought for air traffic control officers so they could divert traffic in the air better. That costed money. So, if we're going to say money is the root of all evil, we are going to have to abandon all money and never use it again. Now, that was a strong argument. Now, of course, I went a little bit on a, a rant and whatnot, but they do want to hear you build up on your argument. And, of course, sound interesting. Don't sound too blunt. Don't sound too forceful. Don't sound, well, you know, I think money, it just depends. You sound very uninterested. And if you sound uninterested, they're not going to give a damn. And if they don't give a damn, they've already got your score in their head. So be very, very careful with that. Now, the next one. There are two other ones. Money doesn't grow on trees. Do you agree with the sentiment? There were a, lot, a long time ago, Jack Canfield, author, he said, Oh, my father would say, who do you think I am? Uh, what is it, J.D. Rockefeller? Do you think money grows on trees? Do you agree with that? Some people say, oh, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. That means, hey, you know what? Money's not everywhere, and it's not for everyone. There you go. You could do a nice little free writing topic on that. Another one would be the best things in life are free. To what extent do you agree? Now, of course, I would strongly agree, but if you strongly agree or if you strongly disagree, build up your argument. I would love to hear some of your answers. So if you want to go to simpler questions, let's do something like this. Now, what's your biz- what's your biggest expense each month? Now, if you're a student ages between 14 and 18, you're, you probably do not have expenses. You're going to probably go with something like your cell phone. But they already know that you're going to go with something like your cell phone. So instead, say, hey, you know what? Over the last two months, I started paying rent for my mother. That's correct. I got myself a job, and I try, and I, of course, I wanted to prove my mother wrong and say, you know what, I have the ability to, of course, give back to the family and, and help with expenses around the household. Now, they're not going to expect that answer. Do they think it's a lie? It doesn't matter what they think. It all depends if you're going to take a safe topic or you're going to take a risk. Now, safe topics, that's easy. Now, I had uh, one instructor he told one of my friends who's now in Brisbane, Australia, Tyborn. He was like, yeah, just hurry up and make sure you reply very quickly. And so with the part three, when it came to the part three and she was replying to everything, she's like, yes, uh, yes, I agree. No, I don't agree. That's Those are short answers. That's what someone on a band four to five, like uh, on a four to five band is going to answer. You need to be able to build up on that idea. Don't always take the safe way out. If you want to be a – and again, risk takers, they have high rewards, okay? So my biggest expense each month, of course, is living in this absolutely gorgeous condo just a tad outside 
of the main city area here in Bangkok, just over the river, a few BTS stations down the line. It's connected to the SkyTrain, and what I love so much about it, although it is 400 US dollars, which doesn't sound like a lot, but in Thailand, that's extremely high. It is unbelievably cozy, very clean facilities, gym, pool, very quiet. Okay, there aren't that many quiet places here in Bangkok. Okay, there's a lot of loud music playing just about everywhere. They put the biggest speakers they can find, and they put it in their damn cars, and they drive around, and they just are... You understand? But here in this condo, I've never had one problem with my neighbor. I've never had one problem with music. I've never had a problem with anything. And now, that's my biggest expense. Now, again, I went on a little bit of a stingy, but I would just say, hey... This condo, it costs this amount, and the reason why I stay here is da-da-da-da-da. Do you understand? Don't put all the other stuff about you know it being quiet or anything like that. He's asking you straightforward, what is the biggest expense each month? Well, he or she. All right? Now, what's the best way to save mo- – yeah, what's the best way to save money for the future? Now, this is a good one, and that's going to lead into a couple of other questions that's at the bottom of my part two question – which I'm going to put on YouTube tomorrow. So if you guys are interested, I'm sorry, not tomorrow, later on today. So if you guys are interested, there will not be a blog with that specific YouTube video, but I will do that part two question on there just to give you guys a nice feel, all right? (sighs) But of course, it will be on the blog later on today. So anyways, so there you guys go. There are a a couple of other questions, and of course... What's the best way to save for the future? It goes back into part three questions after that. To what extent do you agree with these statements below? Like, invested in stocks and shares can be risky if the market fails. Okay, do you agree? Absolutely. Why? Because over the past 20 years, okay, in 1992, was it 1996? Uh, I think it was 1992. There was a crash in America. You had the dot-com in 2000. 2008, you had the massive financial crisis because of, of course, the banks, okay? And a lot of people would point fingers at other people. We've been overdue. It's 10 years already, and there's nothing happening. But the biggest problem with stocks is if you invest into a 401k, and next thing you know, the stock market crashes, your 401k is gone. That is the biggest risk in the world. Could you imagine if you were getting ready to retire at the age of 64 and you saw 25 years of your 401k go away and the government just goes, oh, I don't know. You see what I mean? I'm building up on that argument. You see? So you should cut down on the amount you spend on non-essential items and luxuries. Now, if you guys aren't listening to my personal development podcast, I talked about some guy calling it it, the the podcast is called fake it until you make it put the arsenio buck show of course on google um and then you'll see my podcast come up Uh, this it's probably four podcasts down but i speak at a more advanced level all right it's going to be much more difficult for non-native english speakers to listen to but i have a lot of people in america that listen to this podcast Ah, and the last one, over-reliance on credit cards can lead to debt and bankruptcy. Do you agree or do you not disagree? Oh, yeah. So, guys, what I would want you to do, if you can't speak this out loud because you don't have a friend, I understand. Get yourself a paper, all right? Make a journal. If you can even box it, get a, you know, get a journal because this will help you with a potential writing task, too. 
that you will probably get on the IELTS test because these kind of relate to that. Now, 10 to 15 minutes, journal every morning. Pull something up like this or the topics, of course, on the ArsenioBuckShow.com. Just put free speaking and free writing topics in that little search bar and it will come up. Now, if you're able to pull that up, it's going to be very, very well off for you just because you get your ideas on the paper and you get to see your ideas rather than just having it in your head. That's what you want to do. And so when it comes to IELTS, it's always about just knowing how to, of course, you know, differentiate your vocabulary and build on your idea. So, guys, this is what I want you to do today. And, of course, if you have any questions, you know how to get in contact with me. I've had so many people contact me uh, over the past week, and I'm so, so grateful for all of you, you folks out there in Japan, Israel, Turkey, Spain, America, you name it. Thank you so much, and this is going to be a forever-growing community. So stay tuned for the next podcast tomorrow, which is going to be grammar, reported questions, and I'm also going to have a reported task for you guys later on that evening. Of course, the ArsenioBuckShow.com. Be sure to tune into that so you can actually, you know, write in your questions and then you can send them to my Facebook page. As always, this is your host. It's time for me to bow down and bow out. Over and out.